welcome to the Good Friends Podcast. Yeah. A podcast for good friends everywhere. Episode one. Volume uh, one. Volume one, episode one. Today is October 7th, 2014. First I'm your week. host, Jack Dale, sitting here with uh, my good friend. Ron Bastonmero. So we have right. a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, I mean, um, well, really, this is just like our first episode. We're trying to get our feet wet here. Trying to get, yeah, I want to get wet. I, I too, would like to get wet. We want good friends everywhere to know that it's important to... Let that rap horn fly sometimes. <laughs> Let that, that's our slogan. Let yeah. that rap horn fly. Let's kick things off right on this uh, Tuesday evening. We're going to go see what's up. See what's up. So, Rod, what's up? What you been doing? Today has been dedicated to um, eating a sandwich I got. Okay. Um, and I finished Gone Girl today, so I can finally breathe a little bit. And see the movie. Yeah, I'm seeing the movie this week, and I was worried about even being on the internet because everything feels like a spoiler. Every time I see a picture of Ben Affleck. I've heard really good things about that movie. Was the book amazing? I mean, what was the, the book The book like? is good. It's not amazing, but it's pretty good. Um... Honestly, when I'm speed reading something to avoid spoilers, it's more just a relief to be done. Can you give us like a quick synopsis of the of the plot of the plot? Just like no spoilers. Okay. But... Um. So the plot is, um, on its most base level, it's basically about this guy whose wife literally disappears. Um, and it's clear there's like some sort of struggle slash murder happening. Um, and eventually he like slowly starts to become the prime suspect. I think of it, it's yeah. hard to talk about without spoiling it. There's a lot of really interesting things to discuss about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I look forward to you seeing the movie so we can at least talk about it on the movie level. It feels like spoiling the movie in a couple weeks will be okay. So, okay. Well, yeah. But it's, it's really, true. it's I think good. movies are tough to... You can spoil movies, I feel like. Yeah, what is, After, the, what like, is the window? Time, what is, like, the window? I mean, because I, I understand, like, the the series spoilers, because it's like, well, like, anyone could just binge it in, like, eight totally. hours, I guess. But then totally. a normal person's gonna, like, you know, watch it over a period of days or it's weeks. It's true. Whereas a movie is one sitting. Yeah. You're either, do, you're either gonna no see one it or you're not. See, sees a movie, like, halfway through and, yeah. then, like, saves it and, like, goes back. Totally. Yeah, so. literally, um, for instance, a friend who shall remain nameless chastised me for spoiling what Sophie's choice was. Sophie's this choice, happened. you don't have a... Come on. Like, that window not that window that is closed and been, been destroyed. Closed. Yeah, it's, that window it's is closed. been raised to the ground. Yeah. Probably someone peed on the ashes. Someone peed on the glass. And also yeah. just, like, don't need to contextualize a Holocaust story Oof. as a spoiler. Yeah, like, right. That is yeah, the right. least important part of the movie. Schindler's List? Like, can you imagine spoiling Schindler's Yeah, spoiler. List? Lots the of the, the Jews The girl dies. <laughs> spoiler! Spoiler! <laughs> the Jews are in danger and not all of them get out. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. I'm so annoyed. We should start making a point right. of spoiling historical dramas for people. I know, yeah. Spoiling the result out. of the Civil War. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> There's no slaves anymore. Yeah, not going to tell you if the South or the North wins, but yeah. it's a toy ass. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was, that was right. my week. Gone That's Girl cool. was the week. What about you? How was your day? How was your week? Uh, you know, pretty good. Wrapped up in uh, work pretty heavily, but you know, the sports world never never ceases to uh, come out with new... Uh, New funny stories. I want to tell you this. This there was a piece of news the other day about this hockey player who. Uh, I'm gonna tell me. You know, I know nothing. He played. So, yes, this is coming. A uh, this will be an interesting st- story for you. I think. Okay. So this guy, uh, his name's PK Subban. He's a hockey player for the Montreal Canadiens. Okay. Uh, 
And he was talking about yesterday is the the NHL season's about to start here, and so they're doing like kind of media media days where the players get in front of everybody and like kind of mm-hmm. tell like funny stories about like you know blah 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 and how you play and like what, what's your morning ritual and mm-hmm. whatever. So this guy's talking about his pregame ritual. Okay. And he says that before games, <laughs> he'll drink like a cup of coffee or two, right? Sensible. Really get the old stomach going. Oh my god, wait. <laughs> Save it all up, and then when he's on the ice, he will intentionally fart on his opponents to distract them. Literally, this is his tactic yeah. and ritual at once? Yeah. Admitted fart he intentionally farts in front of the net to annoy the opposition. Meaning he farts so the smell is like trapped near the goalie? Yeah, or just the the people in front of the net. See, he, he's doing this when he's like trying to distract the people who are trying to score the puck. So he's um, like, really, what he's doing is he's farting in his teammates' face. Is this okay? Is, is this not bad sportsmanship? Uh, uh, so he says, yes. He uses the coffee as a catalyst in his stomach, and then he holds it in until <laughs> the game time. My so he can front the ice. I would be concerned about shitting my pants. <laughs> Mr. Subban, I, I thought that was a pretty funny story. Yeah, definitely. Props to him for, like, braving the waters of potentially shitting his pants. I am just not caring. I, I, not I caring. Maybe he has. And, I, you know, hockey we players know. are notoriously gross. Oh, my God. Wait, that's real. Yeah, yeah. Um, they say, like, a hockey player's locker room is, like, the most unhygienic thing. It's is like true out of all the It's sports? like one of those atmospheres where they, like, pass around a ringworm. And, like, what? because it's just, like, so much disgusting wet. Like, Ew. they're just, like, sweating into these pads, and their right, the pads right. are just, like, in the thing. Like, mildew like, in the mildew house. Mildew and, like, viruses and, oh, like, my bacteria. God, throw up. Yeah. What's, like, cleanest one, do you think? Basketball? Uh, oh, cleanest sport? Yeah, basketball. Or baseball. cleanest sport, locker room. I think basketball or baseball. Basketball? Probably football is real gross, too. Yeah, I bet football is gross in, like, a different way. Plus, it's, like, bloody, too. It's, like, disgusting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, same with hockey, right? Yeah. I mean, there's teeth everywhere on the hockey. That's locker. true. Yeah. Yeah, maybe get a nice. Yeah, that's true. But basketball and baseball, are, I would imagine being pretty. Probably baseball would be the nicest. Yeah, for sure. They don't really sweat. I mean, they're just not like. Yeah. It's mostly because they're, they're not doing bit. anything. Yeah, they're kind of just chilling. They're literally hanging out. Yeah, they're barely playing. When I go to a baseball game, I'm not ever sure if the yeah. game has started yet. That's my biggest problem. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah, it is a game, but it's still a sport. It it's a game. Kind of a sport. If cheerleading is a sport and NASCAR is a sport, baseball is a sport. Um, cheerleading is definitely a sport. Those girls are literally working their asses off. NASCAR is, um, I'm not sure. I don't even know what to You're call You're just NASCAR. driving left. You're just making left-hand turns. You're making left-hand turns. So, yeah. not sure what the strategy yeah, is there. I mean, there's definitely strategy in it, but it's just kind of like, how much of a sport is it when the thing is when the machine is doing more work than you are? Right, exactly. Yeah. I completely, yeah, I completely And there's agree. a sport where they'll just pee in their pants during the middle of a race. Is that true? Yeah. These are the most... Dis- these are just solidifying my hate for all sports. Here's my thing about golf. I don't think it counts as a sport if retirees take it up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's, there's no a impact hiccup. on your body. There's got to be an old, a sport for old guys, right? Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah, it's guys, true. Yeah. Well, there has to be a sport for old guys, but I think that's when we're like, yeah, sport, but then like when they're not looking, we're like, wink, 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 game. Right. Wink, like wink, 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 you're pathetic. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. When, like, Boca Vista in Florida is, like, yeah. the hub of the I see culture. your point. I mean, I see your point. Yeah. Anyway, so that's been my week. Not really exciting, but you know what? No, you know what? That's a good week. I don't give a fuck. I love it. I love that my week involved literature dealing with um, woman in danger and yours a week dealing in just, sports. Yeah, it's just, very telling. Whatever, man. Yeah. This is the second most 
us moment. The first is the day where we both had our computers open. You were playing fantasy football, and I was looking up the net worth of each individual Kardashian. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember that day. That I wanted a snapshot of because it was truly the most perfect split. Right. Me reading you. How cor- different yeah, the, the incomes are. The histories on our laptops would be. Yes. Oh my God. My yeah. My history would be identical to the girls I babysit. Yours mm-hmm. would be identical to every guy your age, you which is appropriate. You have a whole lot of Caillou and... <laughs> yeah, I have a... Actually, I do have a whole lot of Caillou, because Amber... <laughs> Amber Rose literally posts uh... Instagram pictures of Caillou and keeps saying, this is me! <laughs> oh my god, that is awesome. I know. She does look like Caillou. She looks Caillou just had like a Caillou. giant set of boobies yeah. and a big old butt. Yeah, for sure. Which That'd like... be Caillou Ringer. That would be a Caillou Ringer. Yeah. I love Kylie. So that's funny. So good for her. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. All right. So uh, I don't know. But what do you think? Uh, what do you think we're in store for like next week? I don't know. We're trying to trying to talk about like well, what's been what's been what's been uh, on top of your your plate in terms of like what you've been following, what you've been reading about besides Gone Girl. Besides Gone Girl, I've been well. Honestly, because of Gone Girl, I've been on a low key like internet. Um, mine like sidestepping like I've been like so scared like every single time I'm on the web um, but on the internet mostly I'm trying to figure out how to register to vote in New York because the election's coming up oh my god um, I need to get my license renewed <laughs> there's, I'm so, I feel like I'm off the grid or something like I literally have no clue how to do these things anymore go to the post office go to which is never open fun fact it's pretty much a nightmare it's like the worst place Especially uptown. But you can do it all over the place. I mean, you can go to, like, any public office or, like... And just be like, let me register? Yeah. I think you can do it at the DMV. A lot of times there's just, like, ladies standing out trying to register people. Mm -hmm. They might not look at you because you're not Dominican. Mm, Fair. They're really looking for, like, I think Dominican voters. What I'm hearing is I need to go in brownface. Or just ask them. Uh, I'll do brownface first. I don't have time to waste. Save a whole lot of time and effort and money. (laughs) Avoid the brownface. Just avoid any potential for any kind of blowback. Mm. And just... I'm hearing spray tan, 9 a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, I just don't think it's fair that I to register to vote, I have to literally go to the places I hate the most. Post office and the DMV. DMV Let a girl live. Let a girl live. I just kind of like want to get out of this rut where I only vote once every four years. Or that I think that that's okay. It's fucked up. That's true. I think, yeah, sometimes I'm like... I should really vote more. Yeah, two like, times a decade? Like, can yeah. we not? I'm like, I should vote more. Like, so many people don't vote around the world. And it's, then I'm like... Yeah, totally. My vote so does not matter. You know... And then I depress myself out. But really, I should just I should just vote. It shouldn't vote. be... Vote. You just vote. Just vote. Janet is listening to this, rolling her eyes, probably cutting all of this out, because she, not to put you on blast, girl, does not vote. Janet does... Does, does not Janet vote. abstain from... Janet is our producer. G- Jan- yeah, Janet Alexander is our producer. Shout out. Um, and G- she thinks voting is to be complicit in a broken system, which mm. hard to argue with to a degree. Interesting take. Um, but, you know, the elections every four years are definitely like a really rigid... Um, but here's rigid my vote. counterpoint to Janet. Yeah, hit it. If it's compliance in a broken system, what does not voting get you? Mm. It's not like not voting is going to do anything. Right. Right. I mean, right. Janet's best case scenario? I think not vote. voting gives you the moral superiority to, like, back your own All right. opinion. And then it also gives, like, the dictatorship, the nightstick Ooh. in the police officer's hands that's bashing your skull in. Damn. Janet. Oh, my God. Hi there. Yeah. So, Spare the rod, spoil the girl. Right. Heard of it? So. Yeah. Sorry, Janet. We literally don't want someone to put a baton in yeah. your vagina. Janet, I'm not so sure. I'll vote. But you might be a part of ISIS, so. Janet's literally definitely part of ISIS. If you don't vote. 
Are you ISIS? If you don't vote? <laughs> Wait, that campaign. <laughs> vote or dot 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 are you ISIS? <laughs> so vague and structurally as a sentence, really confusing. <laughs> vote or are you ISIS? <laughs> Unclear. Thoughts? I don't know. Do you have any anything that you think might blow up here soon? Honestly, I'm going to bump up Dance Crazes to the top of the list. Yeah. I know historically there's worse things, but I'm starting to feel like maybe not so much. Maybe they're, maybe the dance craze running so is the bad. worst. Oh, is the worst. Is the worst. I think it might be one of the worst things they do. We don't get five minutes with a song before someone named Denise in, you know, Akron, Ohio right. is off of a wine cooler and I mean, doing whole, it at her uh, kid's beauty pageant. I don't know. White people ruin a lot of stuff. You bet. Yeah. You literally bet. And... The whole twerk thing. I mean, that's like, all. Like, hi. Yeah. We got more time with twerking than I thought. That was like would. a solid year of Yeah, twerking. more than that. It's like, in terms of like the dance craze, way longer. But it's not really a dance craze. It's just it's like wiggling your butt. Yeah, I don't you know. You know, it's harder than you think to break your back like that. I and move the ass independently. It's an art. I've never That's tried, but I know you have, so I'm going to defer you to you. You bet my sweet ass you have. Yeah. Seeing me do it. Yes, In I your know. face. There have been a lot of times where I've asked you to look up really quick and help me with something, and it's been what I call a ruse, just to get you to look at me twerking. A trap. I don't regret it. This is something that I heard from my boy, Mike Wilbon, from the TV show PTI. Ooh, share a Coke with your boy. Which is a sports show. He said that when he was growing up, kids used to 7-Up, some cough syrup, and a green Jolly Rancher. Holy shit. And that was the cocktail. Like, throw it in. Throw the Jolly Rancher. Throw the Jolly Rancher right in. Wait for it to melt, or it's just like a nice cube? Just mix it up. Yeah. Mix it up. Okay. Doesn't have to be perfect. Is it crazy that sounds kind of bomb? Lean has probably been a thing for forever, and it's like... I mean, I think Purple Drink and Lean are, like, share very similar characteristics. The, the and Lean thing. is, I mean, like, just... newer than Purple Drink, but, like, also kind of they just old. call it Lean now? Is that lean. what it is? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Any interest out. in trying it? Lean? Kind of, I don't know why I want to try it out. I'm curious. What are you guys going to do? Are you going to go to a club or something? No, I think we should... <laughs> I'm not sure. We either want to go buck or literally the opposite and stay in. Stay in? in? Uh, stay in. So that is a very exciting set of information coming out. You and Rula trying lean or scissor. I'm really excited to talk about it in next week's podcast. Yeah, me too. I really want to hear what that's like next week's podcast. Can you imagine if I died and next week's was, well, episode two, we're already doing it in memoriam. is the funeral. (laughs) Recorded live at the wake. Mm -hmm. My parents Mm -hmm. like, this is extremely inappropriate. Yep. Um, So... I've heard that there's two types of people, people who fantasize about their weddings and people who fantasize about their funerals. What do you think about, which one's worse? Which event's worse? Which event's worse to fantasize about? Is it more selfish to fantasize about your wedding or your funeral? I think it's, I, (laughs) I think it's, um, some, I think it's more reductive to fantasize about your wedding. And I think it's more natural to fantasize about your funeral. I fantasize about my funeral. Yeah, me too. I definitely don't fantasize about my wedding. Not once. No. Couldn't care less. It's also just one of those things where it's like so circumstantial, but a funeral is like, we we get the gist. I mean... People crying and telling anecdotes about me, To me, a funeral is like... No, to me, a wedding is like a celebration, it's a party. Like, I can't wait to be married. Sure. I am very excited at the prospect. But I definitely... Rain it in. I definitely don't... (laughs) Pam's not listening. Sit up at night and worry about, you know... Who's going to be there? Like, right, where, right. You know, what's the entertainment going to be like? What are right. we going to eat for dessert? Well, because the difference is one of them you don't have to plan. <laughs> right. Which yes, is the, the which funeral is, is the ultimate. Hands the off. only thing missing from the funeral is, is the you. ability for you to watch it like above everyone. Huck your, Finn style. Fl- yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Or Tom so. Sawyer style. Which one did it? I don't know. 
you're asking me. I didn't read either book. Wait, I don't know if I've read either. Either. <laughs> I've never read it yet, either of those Wait, books. Wait, I'm mortified. Well, one of them is like the hub of all American lit, so we should probably <laughs> hop on it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think about my funeral all the time. Not because I'm suicidal, but because I'm kind of like, I wonder, like anytime I do something fun, I'm like, I wonder if this is the funeral Who would show up? Who would show up to my funeral? Who would show up? I don't know. I, I think about that. Yeah, sometimes I do. I want my funeral to be in like a um the older stadium. you get the older you get the less people are going to show up unless you're like unless you're like it's really true. like out and about yeah for sure person. no it's totally true i want yeah maybe i should die young to make sure that i can like fill up a stadium this 90 year old rod i mean I maybe think, yeah. you have like an extended family that com- like comes like maybe you sire like <laughs> a million children or i don't know what's gonna happen i mean i feel like it's like either i'm gonna die young and have a zillion people go or i'm gonna die old and it's literally gonna be nobody suicide bombing oh <laughs> sorry didn't want to go there that's not that that could i could do that at any age <laughs> i've been trained to not be limited yeah. so i could do that at 90 like this ends now <laughs> um yeah i think about my funeral often I'm just curious. I just have so many questions about what it's going to be like. I mean, I definitely want people to um, wear black, but I don't want people to be sad. What about the people who say, like... Like, I want to have a I party. Want, I want it to be a celebration. I want it to be a celebration. Everyone wear white. <laughs> We're going to release doves. I hate those people. Yeah. I hate those people. Yeah. Who are like, it's a celebration of life. Like, I don't want it to be sad. It's like, guess what? It's really sad when it's someone fun. dies. Pretty sad. It's just sad no matter what. Yeah. You could be sad. literally pretty on your sad. deathbed for two years and everyone in your life could have closure. It's still sad. And no one's going to celebrate. And you know what? I'd be offended if people, people celebrated. W- if people weren't sad. Yeah. You're yeah. allowed a few laughs. I want people to share funny stories and enjoy themselves. Right. But you know what does that? Good snacks. Good snacks. Get some good snacks in there. Get alcohol. Open bar, you bet. Yeah. That's a fucking must And you know what I'm going to have? Holy I'll shit. tell you what. Assigned seating. You bet. Assigned seating at a funeral. I'm going to have the right people have sitting no, next to the right you people. You actually don't have any say over your funeral at all. My funeral is going to literally be a like thesis-sized dossier of things I want and don't want. What I don't want, people to dress in color to celebrate me. I want black. Black. I want mourning. Okay. And black looks good on everyone, so let's not get crazy. It's true. It's, a, it's, it's a, slimming. Slimming Slimming color. Slimming color. And with right. the obesity epidemic, if I die yeah. any time after today... All my friends are going to be fat, I'm assuming. Also, the people who are like, it's a celebration. You know what? Sometimes it's good to feel sad. It's good to feel sad. You need sad. to feel every range of emotion. Yeah. 100%. You don't know what a celebration feels like unless you mourn. No. And plus, like, the whole sad celebration, mm-hmm. you know, it just brings about a whole different set of, like... Totally. What does my life mean, really? Yeah. Like, let me put some context behind this. Yeah. And see, like... I want really... people checking their mortality. I want people walking out changing like, their plans. Whoa, I didn't think Rod was ever going to die. <gasps> Wait, I just got emotional. Is that what you're going to say at my funeral? No, because everyone dies. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's actually an incredible opening line for a eulogy. I didn't think she would ever die. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's so, like, uh, "Oh, wait. Yeah. Um, like, wait, I don't get I don't get what you mean." When I met him, I thought, <laughs> here's someone who won't ever die. You thought he was immortal or what? Like, <laughs> when I met Rod, he was the first person of color I ever met. And I assumed <laughs> he traded his soul to the devil for immortality. And when I heard he died, I said, did the devil trick him? 
Yeah. And I miss him. That's right. what I want you to say. Okay. okay. I want you to say that. Alright. Yeah. I'll do it. My funeral is gonna be hopping. Assuming that you die before me. I'll organize it. <laughs> Janet and I literally um Janet that's producer Janet Alexander and I <laughs> plan on um mutual assassinations before the age of thirty. Mutual assassinations. Yeah. Okay, so, so like we each plan each other's assassination. That's like a gift. But you're not you don't you're not executing each other's assassination. No, we're yourself. just kind of like putting things in motion. Maybe hire someone. You bet. Maybe right. I'm with her when hers happens, or she's with me when it happens. Maybe not. It's I guess I appreciate the level of dedication it takes to do that. Thirty is not something I'm looking forward to. If you can't tell, thirty sounds scary. Thirty. I'm going to be the close. I'm going to be closer to thirty than I'm twenty oh. in like two months. That just literally made me want to throw myself out a window. I've never heard it put like that. I'm going to be closer to closer thirty. Closer to thirty. That's like when you're out of college longer than you were in it, or like out of high school longer than you were in it. Yeah, yeah you're closer to thirty than you. I'm going to be out of college closer than I was in it. I'm going to throw myself out a window before episode two of this podcast. Twenty-two. That's two, I just want to graduate. I'm going to turn twenty-six in December. Twenty-six sounds gnarly. Twenty-six sounds really gnarly to me. Sorry for anyone over twenty-six <laughs> listening. To yeah, this. to leave. <laughs> we just yeah we, we love you, but it's just a you <laughs> but know it's over. you've been there you know it you've been there yeah we all had this moment yeah yeah so you know just. Appreciate life while you have it, and make sure that you cry at my funeral. I want like a and Kim God Sun help deal. you if you're over over thirty years old. Because yeah, that is. It's like, can you even hear this podcast? You have to turn up your hearing. Depressing. Jesus. Just shoot me. I need to get these sound effects. Ready, but being thirty makes me want to uh, shoot myself. Shoot myself. Shoot myself. <laughs> All right. What's um? What else is? What else is on your mind? We got to... Uh, oh, okay. So let's talk about a couple uh, cool revivals that have been released. Potent- one potential and one that's at least been kind of confirmed by the creative guy. Okay. So hey. today... Uh, actually, yesterday, um, David Lynch and <laughs> and co... Uh, Mark Frost. Kind of Mark Frost, co-heads of the TV show Twin Peaks, uh, issued a preview <laughs> letting everyone know that it's coming back in 2016 back. an so, announcement an announcement and that gets a quick rap horn good job rap horn about it all right so yeah. but what do you what do you think is is david lynch uh what do you are you anticipating i've seen a bunch of stuff today people are very much on the fence i about i was just surprised that we were still talking about it today this is it kind of felt like it dropped yesterday and people started picking up today yeah i know what you mean click hole had a yeah. really funny tweet where they were like does this cryptic David Lynch tweet imply that there might be a new season of Twin Peaks? And it's literally like a link to the video announcing it. <laughs> Click calls my favorite site literally on the internet. Uh, um, yeah, I, you know, we talked about it a little bit. I literally have not finished Twin Peaks. I haven't finished it either. We should watch it, rewatch it in the beginning. No, mm, not, not I forgot either. everything. Mm, I think we might. It's that's the whole point. It's not important. You know, <laughs> it's like nothing's important in Twin Peaks. Ooh, which is literally the problem, yeah. and why I think everyone will hate it. Because you, you're you're everyone. anticipating everyone wanting a regular story, and David I Lynch just, and his yeah. typical weirdness will yeah. deliver something that no one is satisfied with. I think the Twin Peaks hype right now is the pinnacle of the problems with nostalgia. Yeah. I think people are forgetting what their own. Okay. Natural inclination is what their own anticipatory. Okay, so that kind of goes along yeah. with like 
you know, that was a big problem with, like, when Star Wars came out. People were anticipating one oh thing and my God. totally didn't look... Can you so, imagine if Twitter existed the opening weekend of Phantom Menace? Oh, that would have been awful. The uh, worst uh, event uh, of our lifetime. Oh. If there's one thing that people love doing on Twitter, it's complaining about stuff. They love it. They love it. And that feels like it's. It feels like it's a message board. It, was, it would have been like a tailor-made event for yeah, Twitter. Yeah, one hundred percent. But that brings us to the new the announcement today that was also kind of like a cryptic tweet. <gasps> Did I hear something? Wait. Okay. I'm listening. J.K. Rowling today. <gasps> oh right. Sent out a very very cryptic tweet here. Uh, <laughs> very exciting. It was. It's a very exciting piece of. Oh, look at this! Time Magazine two hours ago. J.K. Rowling riddle solved. Well, so this could literally be <laughs> breaking the news. Very quick course of our podcast. J.K. Rowling says there's no, and it has nothing to do with the Harry Potter. Book. I mean, well, I could have told you that. Yeah, we all know that, right? All right, right. Newt. Scamander only meant to stay in New York for a few, says Emily Strong. This could be her throwing everything off, though. Oh, okay. So this is somebody responding to the tweet where she said where right. she tweeted out an anagram and they um, um, cracked the code. Is this a thing? I mean, look at it. So she tweets out. Ugh. Can I just say, side note, that Twitter's most recent update on the website is unbearable. The oh, font I saw is that. so hideous. You're looking at it right now. The yeah. font is hideous. I literally had to do command minus, and I just decided not to use it, and I used the desktop. So, she tweeted out yesterday, Cry, foe, run amok, fa awry, my wand won't tolerate this nonsense. And people kind of, whoops. Lost their marbles. People lost their marbles because, you know, when she first tweeted it out, it's this weird cryptic thing, and people started to put together some pieces, and... We came to the conclusion that it was her referencing, like, the new release of Harry Potter. Which is insane! Harry Potter books, Which is another thing that's kind of been floating around. That's you know, crazy. That are, gets one of these. Please! It is kind of please. Like, it's very please. She's not going to... I don't think she's going to write one ever, but... Here's the thing. People that freak out about um, her potentially announcing a new Harry Potter book are clearly not fans enough to even be excited because it's clear there will never be a new Harry Potter book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the people that are excited just because they want something for everyone to connect on again. So. But I can understand the excitement. It's just like, what's left? The Harry thing is like, into middle age. The thing is, like, you just want, I mean, fans just want content. They want more. Yeah. They just want more, which is exactly the problem with the Twin Peaks thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. People just want more, and rarely are they happy. Rarely. Once it's over, I think everybody kind of universally is like, Maybe we didn't want more. Once the thirst is, like, satiated. Right. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that was a problem with Star Wars. It's, like, totally made for the fanboys. Oh, my God. 100%. Yet, at the same All time, the... George Lucas has no respect for the fanboys. He doesn't give a fuck. Okay, sorry. It wasn't made for the fanboys. It was made for merchandisers. There you go. Yeah. The real fan. The real fanboys are the people making money off it. Not the yeah. people, at this point, giving money to it. Right. Disney's the ultimate Star Wars fanboy. Right. At this point. Because... The honest, honest fanboys are very disappointed with that mm-hmm. movie. But as know, someone it was who kind of one of those things where it's it, like you that. have you know merchandise opportunities for like all these new characters, what and up? These new weapons and these new things, yeah. And blah blah blah. So I was like, you're telling just... me a character has a purple lightsaber now? Like that is literally just an excuse to release one more colored lightsaber. And, for people and I will say that if if J.K. Rowling was like 
more of an evil conniving oh, money grabber. Say it. She would be doing, doing more, more Harry bet. Potter books. You bet. For the only reason to like infect the younger generations, oh. you know. Yes. That, now That's Star, Wars Star Wars is still is. popular because this like kids our age, right? And our younger, kids is kids. They're gonna keep making them because yeah. now Disney has it. Yeah. Throw me out a window. I want to kill myself at the thought. So I'm pissed off. Quick side note: J.K. Rowling is the opposite of a money grubber because, and to prepare for this fact, a quick sound effect. She was kicked off the billionaires list because she gave so much of her money to charity. Let that sink in. The British media just goes after her so much. The British do they? Do they go after her? The worst. They're the worst. They're the worst, and they totally do just target her. I don't know why. I have no idea. She's literally a flawless. You know why? It's because they're just relentless, and they'll just go after anyone. It's crazy that they're vicious. I love how British people are known for their tact, yet their media is just as vicious. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, it's so savage. Yeah, it's funny because they're. I think I told you this before, but in my opinion television american television is vicious and american print is like relatively nice but america uh, british print is vicious and british television is relatively nice i think nice. british people still have really gross like reality tv shows like yeah. big brother is still fucking gigantic over there oh is it oh yeah i don't watch it people I've love big brother it. over there i have to deal with it because of my work i'm kind of like mm. sometimes i'll have to go through like british press and blah 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 okay and you'll just kind of like notice like big brother stuff out there so, oh, for sure. There was a girl named Jade, who was a Big Brother contestant in the UK, who like, whose diagnosis and battle with cancer was like all over the tabloids like four years ago. Yeah. So I mean, it's always like, like yeah. Way. I mean, and the people are always named named like, you know, Chrissy T or like <laughs> you know, Jeffy Dunaway or like some oh weird like God. I don't know some like weird name that's like either I'm into Jeffy like, Dunaway. Jeffy Dunaway, literally yeah, like for that, sure. That came right off the dumb piece. Yeah, they're vicious. Why are they so mean? I don't know. They're just after blood, man. They really are. And J.K. really gets a lot of flack for she what? Gets, she, she gets some shit for what? That pisses me off. I don't know. Just She's inspiring so an entire generation of people. God forbid. And, you know, kind of. Telling everyone it's okay to imagine and oh, getting kids. Ex- I know this getting is getting kids like, excited by reading. Right, I know it's said so much. It's literally like the equivalent of like, I don't know. Just it's just one of those things that you hear people said, but it can't be said enough. Yeah, you had like a long period of time where books were not exciting to kids. No, and that is a fact. And like, okay, yes, we had like Arl Stein goosebumps. Yeah, but it was the level of the level, the literary quality. level. Yeah. The world building. Behind, and the world building. Behind, the world building. And Harry Potter is just unmatched. It's yeah. crazy. And I'm sorry, the Harry Potter craze absolutely prompted the current literary craze. Yeah. The, you know, the YA novel right now is on par as like a potential franchise the way oh, like really? kids' TV shows were. Right. You know what I mean? And Her- if it was Harry Potter, you hear about books, all the kids' time. books, way more than you hear way about way more TV shows. One hundred You have adults reading YA novels. Adults yeah. are reading *Fault in Our Stars*. That would not happen. *Fault in Our Stars*. Very 100%. true. One hundred percent. That's all because of Harry Potter. Very true. So you have an entire industry built. So maybe that's something to hate, but that was in it. J.K. Rowling's doing. And I'm sorry, the world building. And if you, there's a lot of like *Twilight*, *Harry Potter*, like battling. Like obviously, anyone with taste knows which one's better. Oh my god. I said it. Are you kidding me? People, people are arguing between 100, Twilight and 100%. Harry Potter. There was a couple years there where 
the Twilight movies and the Harry Potter movies were like kind of coming out in the same year and the uh, battle was vicious and it's like hi are you literally kidding uh, one is Mormon propaganda and the other is beautiful and literally the world building in Harry Potter is unbelievable like when you read seven books and in the seventh book callbacks to the first book are that clean yeah like get me out of here like I open up the clothes like get out of here like why should anyone know what you're talking about that's True. like dope after, writing. After seven whole books. Seven long books that are getting People longer. People who are dedicated and just dedicated. I can't believe it. And just like how big those books were. I'm sorry. Seeing kids walk around with books that big, it it's gets true. your blood excited. It gets your blood boiling and it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so much. And there's a lot of people have a lot of thoughts. Did you ever read the Slate article that like went viral a few weeks ago? No, more than that, like two months ago, about whether adults should be reading. YA novels. Oh, did no, you read that viral no. article? What did it? What was the uh, this author? Main crux. The main be... crux was that adults shouldn't pretty much should not should not read YA novels. Huh. YA being young adult. But for what purpose? <laughs> why? Why avoid it? Um, the article sort of argued that like it's not for them in some weird way. That okay. these shouldn't be the books that are circulating. I mean, I don't know what to think. What's the What's the downside of having? Normal age people read young adult novels. That is the question. What is the downside? I don't know. I guess because... um, We don't get it. (laughs) You don't know what it's like to live with magic. Yeah. No, I feel like it's because (laughs) young adults don't... Young adult books, I guess, don't... The emphasis isn't on style or prose, maybe, in the same way. Oh, okay. And I guess adults should always be... It's a little sloppier. Yeah. Which is true. J.K. Rowling is not necessarily the most incredible, like, writer when it comes to, like, prose. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, so I think that that's sort of, like, I guess fair. Like, adults should be reading things that are making them, like, speak better, talk better, write better, like, in a way. But me, also, like, don't tell them what to do. Me write good now. Me talk pretty. Runo. Yeah. Yeah. Me don't need that. Me no need talk <laughs> good. Me talk good. Me talk on internet. Yeah. The amount of times I say teehee makes me think I could use a Huck Finn read and maybe throw the YA out the window. And then we can figure out who went to whose funeral. Yeah, 100%. I'll go to yours. I think they both went to one kid's funeral. Yeah, they were both in the um, rafters of one of their funerals. And they died of... They ate the wrong berry in a school bus. They died in a school bus. Diarrhea. Mm Mm-hmm. You bet. Hockey style. <laughs> Wait. Hockey style diarrhea. Wait, which one's which? One of them's a spinoff. Can't tell you, and I feel real bad about I'm it. I'm mortified. Yeah. I'm mortified that we can. But bo- this is two we had, the, we had this conversation again, where it's like when you're in high school, you read certain books, and some uh, kids read certain books, and some kids don't. I never read Huck Finn. You or never read it or Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer. Here's the thing: I bet we did, and we just didn't. Read and it. I re- I'm sure I read some books that other kids did not read. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, yeah, that's for real. What was it? Gainsburg, many. Ohio. No one read, read that, that one. one. Wait, read AP one. English. Oh, because you weren't in it junior year. No. Of our high school. Okay, that's like, yeah, that was like a really bad one. We read in, when I was in. A lot of people didn't read Into the Wild. A lot of people didn't. Yeah, read Yeah, well, I read that. School. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a cool one. And we brought we we also talked about this. How many? My theory is that the books that you read in school, the ones that are like the teachers kind of like the whoop them out of their desk and say like, this is banned in many <laughs> schools across the country. My theory is that it's a ploy to get the children to read the book. Mm-hmm. Because really, if you're teaching me this book, how many other schools really are banning this book? Right. I've read the book. I've read I've read J.D. Salinger's Catching the Ride. Right. Yeah, he says fuck like three times. Right. You're telling me Miss McCluskey over here, 80-year-old 
rag of bones English teacher in my high school is going to be the one to subvert right. the education system? Don't think so. Yeah. It's a lie. So It's a lie. I kind of feel like that might be a little bit of a ploy to get the kids but in, into the books. You know what? Don't ploy. More power ploy. to you. More power to you. Yeah. It's true because what the only, the thing kids want the most is to do things that they shouldn't do. This is going to be a rough podcast to edit down from Janet. <laughs> like, wait, we really kind of sidestepped um, Twin Peaks. I know we've been talking for a long time, but I feel like we should talk about Twin Peaks. What are your thoughts? Let's wrap it up. Twin Peaks, uh, for, I mean, it's just kind of, you have to take it with a grain of salt. You have to understand that this is 25 years after <laughs> the yeah. first series came out. Yeah. So, you know. Maybe it'll have. I honestly, David Lynch is in charge. No, you no idea. What's you don't happen. know. It's true. You don't know. You no. know what I did realize though. Um, the show will probably be filmed on digital. Yeah, most likely. Right. That's going to change it. You think so? Yeah, big time. Yeah, it'll have a new look. It'll have a completely new feel. It's not going to look like it's shot and no. made in the late eighties, early nineties. Which I think for a lot of people who are watching it now, it's whether they realize it or not, is part of the appeal. Yeah. The You're film right. is called That it feels kind of like hokey yes. and campy and like 80s-ish right. and soap opery. Will those tropes transfer, or tr- uh, yeah, like translate, right. if it looks like it was no. filmed today? Right. Yeah. I don't know if it will. I think people are not going to like it, or they're not going to know how they should feel about it. And this, keep in mind, this is a project that's two years away Ooh. from even like... Yeah, speaking of elections, there will be a new president yeah. when this comes out. So who knows? The Romeo and now. What about that being our... Catchphrase. Mm. Yeah. No terrible. good. Well, Twin Peaks, I'm excited to talk about when it, as the news leaks further. Um, yeah. I'm turned on. I'm turned on too. <laughs> I'm turned on too with Twin Peaks. So, in a way, we're all turned on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess this is, uh, I guess this is the end of the Yeah, let's give Janet, show. let's give Janet a minute. Janet, we love you. Hey, girl. We want to thank Janet, our producer, for taking the time to compile this and edit it. Edit it, make it sound good. Make it sound good. Replace Jack's voice with the dubbings that I'm going to send her as a separate file later. Literally, depending on her to make this popular. If she doesn't, go fuck yourself, Janet. Yeah, if you fail us, if you fail us, I'm not going to say anything. Blood. Okay, yeah. I'll say blood. Blood. You don't have to say anything, but I'll say blood. Finish my sentences. Why don't you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, blood. So, you bet your sweet ass. Uh, I don't know. Final thought. Do you have a final thought? Final thought is thank you for everyone who's listening. <laughs> and um, I want to thank... Wow, I just never thought... I never thought this would happen. Um, I want to thank my parents. I want to thank... Um, should we start up a Twitter the, page? Should we do a Twitter page? We should do a Twitter page. We'll do it. We'll have our world, our Twitter, uh, our Twitter handle... In the next episode. Yeah, depending on how much of Good Friends Podcast is taken, it might be a crazy acronym version of that. Right. GF Podcast might be too close to Girlfriend we'll, we'll Podcast. We'll take suggestions. We'll take suggestions. Down the line, if enough people are listening to this, we should do a Q&A episode. Q&A. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm turned on. And uh, when we sell the royalties for millions of dollars... Oh my god, yeah. I'll make sure to not donate anywhere. Ooh, yeah, no ice bucket challenges here. Donate Bubba. to the Jackie D Fund. Oh. <laughs> I actually can't wait until we sell the rights of this podcast to be a movie and they cast Seth Rogen and Angelina Jolie as us. Who are you, who's Seth Rogen? The real question is, who's obviously Angelina <laughs> Jolie? 
Not me. You could be Angelina. You bet. The double mastectomy, she's pretty much method acting. Ouch. Rude. Ouch. (laughs) That's really rude. Do you think she's going to get fake boobs? I don't know. We haven't seen her in a long time. She should. She should. Just to fill out your dress. Doesn't have to be gigantic. Doesn't, yeah. You don't need to do double Bs. Two Bs. Subtle. Just. 32 Bs. Whatever. Whatever you think is comfortable. Whatever you want. It's true. Though, how, what a statement if she didn't. It would just be like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I got rid of them and they're gone now. It's true. Damn. I mean, I guess. That's, not, that's not my... my. Our prerogative. You know what? Her wedding pictures are out. We can just look at them and know if she got fake boobs, right? But it's not my business to care about Angelina Julie's boobs. I'm just kind of As a straight male, it almost feels like it is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's true. It's really not. And I literally was like so taken aback when she did that. Can't stress it enough. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a, you were talking it's about crazy. how that's like a kind of a weird precedent, isn't it, right? It's a crazy precedent. It's just sort of like a, if anybody has doubted that Angelina Jolie like actually doesn't really care about the fame as much as she cares about like the things she says she publicly cares about, the double mastectomy tells you everything. It was I mean, a it shouldn't preventative be... measure that it, she right. did. And it, which but again, her, her people should be aware enough to know that like just because she did it doesn't mean that everyone should be doing it right so a quick google search of angelina jolie boobs there had to be a better google search than that didn't really turn up anything that i wanted except this frightening picture (laughs) oh this is a girl who had a double mastectomy who (gasps) got a tattoo over her that's kind of tight yeah that's all right i mean that's cool you like accept what you're dealt with yeah so and then right next to it a picture of a laura croft tomb raider the cradle of life yeah. The sequel to Tomb Raider. Down. I like and that you thought Angelina Jolie Elizabeth. boobs would give you a really up-to-date photo I of her post-mastectomy body. She's been naked in a lot of stuff. Um, did you not know this? I guess Have you not. not seen Gia, where she plays a heroin-addicted supermodel? No, I didn't see that. Oh my god. There's literally, she's like, yeah, she used to be naked like all the time. And then this is like, this was like a huge, her <gasps> like nude scene in Beowulf. Wasn't that like... Her face, but then, like, a model's body. I don't know. The idea of getting excited about Angelina Jolie being naked when she's animated is, like, how desperate are we? Some people specifically like the 3D ladies, which is a little bit weird. Oh, my God. Something that we're not going to get into here. That's a topic for next week. Yeah, another topic for another (laughs) day. People who get off on 3D ladies. Meaning real ladies? Is this with the... Oh, my God, that is from Gia. Oh, from Angelina Jolie Boobs Gallery. (laughs) album title. (laughs) Yeah, that is Gia when she played the heroin addicted supermodel, the late Gia. She does, she's not thin enough to be a, a heroin addicted supermodel. This might be early in the addiction, but I know you're right. For how thin Angelina Jolie eventually ended up looking, um, it's crazy that she should not be that when she plays a heroin addict. Yeah, I mean, she's. But we're know, not doing body slamming here because everyone is beautiful in their own way. It's true. I like the pictures of the naked ladies on the internet when when the stars it's just, are covering the stars stuff. Yeah, just I love the that. stars that Me cover too. the nipple because <laughs> now i absolutely do not know how this press looks right, 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 right. the star you had me i don't know i was really excited the, the nipple. star like, really what just do you think ruined the ruining? whole picture yeah everything else the cleavage the shape mm. the nipple literally not even like exceeding into like to ruin the outline of the boob right. it's literally just covering the nipple just the nipple like how tasteful you're not really hiding anything uh, free the nipple yeah. The free the nipple campaign. Yeah. Though I'm more for the allow male full frontal nudity in films. I think know. that's fair. Don't you think that's fair? Yeah. Why? Why I think is that you can so crazy? Do it, but the problem is if there's any. The problem is it gets bumped up to like an NC-17. It's like, hey, can we not? Uh, but no, you can do it. But I think the problem is if there's any like chub, then that's an issue. Oh. So, the erect. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're male totally right. form is what 
people object to. Like, yeah, we don't know how to chop I've seen, like, I've definitely seen, like... Flaccid peni. Flaccid peen. Yeah, but the minute it's an erection, it's like, what up? R rating if you're lucky. Not... Oh, if no. If that... Oh, not even. Full throttle, I'd Yeah, see. that's not... You can't wow. do that. Which that's is, like, so offensive. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, everyone at some point deals with an erect penis. Yeah. I assume. It's called every morning. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, like, literally, why? Yeah, It's so crazy. Hmm. So... We'll leave Thoughts you on to that leave, one. yeah, yeah. Or to leave our listeners with, and to maybe revisit in the following weeks for the Good Friends Podcast episode two, volume one, part two, <laughs> episode two, volume one, part two. All right, Janet, get to work. Janet, get to work. You have some major stuff to do. Wait, that should be our sign off. Set week. up our Tumblr. <laughs> set up our. Set up Twitter. our Twitter. Set up our Facebook page for people to like. Set up an email. Heard Edit of this it? Down. Why Janet. is it so long? Go. Uh, uh, get to work Janet should be our sign off get to work Janet.com that's the <laughs> that's the domain that's also gonna be the hashtag Twitter campaign to get this adapted into a movie. Yeah. get to work Janet get to work Janet okay thanks for listening okay, get to work Janet get to work get the fuck out of here what are you doing go bitch I'm 